0: Walk a little prouder, be an innovator, laugh a little louder, joke around the we can show you how. To. And when will you be there? <laughs> you'll belong, you'll belong, you'll belong, you'll belong to the very marble arching society. March along, march along, march along to the song of the Merry Marble Marching Society. If you growl, if you you groan, with the dour sour of if you howl, if you moan, you can lose your sour crud, the dripping crimp and instrap with the thin and top step of the Merry Marble Marching Society. Welcome back, everyone. This is Steve, When Geeks Collide, coming at you once again with a brand new episode of Multiverse Legends and uh, if you've listened to the past couple uh, little one shots it was uh, speculating what the Hasbro Pulse uh, HasLab Marvel Legends HasLab would possibly be and it turns out it is the Engine of Vengeance uh, Ghost Rider Robbie Robbie, uh, (laughs) Robbie Reyes uh ghost Rider I guess uh it, I think it's a Dodge charger anyways we already know about that and um we know that it is currently backing and it is uh I believe it's October 31st yeah October 31st is when it ends but that's not what I'm here to talk about. Um, I'm kind of here to talk about just the state of Marvel Legends in general as a whole. Uh, lately online, I, fo- I watch a lot of, um, YouTubers, and listen to a lot of podcasts that discuss Marvel Legends, and action figures in general, and you know, on this show normally, well normally most times, we talk about DC Multiverse, and we talk about Marvel Legends, but today is strictly Marvel Legends, and that's usually the way it is when it's just me on here. But, um, so, with the HasLab campaign there was an early bird figure. It was a Robbie Reyes, like, not powered up form uh, for, you know, people were saying, well, if you got the car powered down, you're going to need him. Uh, And how that was working was if in the first week, if they got 9,000 backers, I don't know why I'm losing my train of thought. 9,000 backers uh, in the first week that there would be the bonus early bird figure. So, I'm still very on the fence about the whole HazLab project itself. It's really, really, really cool. Uh, like, I love it. And, you know, I've got Galactus on its way very shortly. I have the Sentinel. Which I love, and I could imagine not having it, but to be honest with you, I have not opened it up. Uh, that's more of, you know, just being too busy and not really having a game plan if I open it, what I'm going to do with it kind of thing. But uh, I do have it, and I'm looking forward to Galactus, and I was looking forward to this next one. Uh, I'm a big Marvel Legends fan, if you haven't noticed By listening to the show, go back and listen to past episodes of Multiverse Legends here on the Wayne Geeks Collide Network. Go back and listen to Wayne Geeks Collide proper. I like Marvel Legends. I love Marvel Legends. It is my main... uh, I collect a few different things. I do collect DC Multiverse, and I collect Marvel Legends, and I cherry-pick Star Wars and wrestling. But, Marvel Legends is my main... um, focus for my action figure collecting. Uh, So yeah, I was very on the fence. Getting back to my point, I'm very on the fence about it. But um, I felt a sense of FOMO coming over me and uh, I figured, hey, you know what? Maybe uh, I'll just kind of monitor the status of how many backers there were. Uh, I did it this past Friday night just to see, you know, is it close to nine thousand? Does it get over nine thousand? Because then, I I would have a little bit more incentive to um, want to order it because f- uh, f- FOMO would stick in because sink in because I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I would be like, well, everybody else is gonna have that early bird figure and I won't and it, it would just it would be a big. Uh, it'd be upsetting to me to be honest it'd be very upsetting because uh, that's just how my brain works when it comes to collecting and yeah don't even ask me um, not even for sure knowing if i'm going to be able to afford to order it at all but i'm thinking of ways well i can order it and you know if i decide i don't want it i could cancel it but at the same time i'm like what if i can't afford it i would want that figure so, I was just kind of monitoring it. Sorry I was getting dry enough, there. I had to take a little swig of water. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the FOMO did not completely sink in because they only got to about 6,000 um, 100 and something backers uh, on that first, on that Friday night uh, once midnight hit. So I was like okay. I, there's no rush to order it, um, but I think a lot of people were maybe doing what I was doing because the next day and the day af- and day after, which is today, so that was Friday night. We're on Sunday right now while this is being recorded. Uh, it currently has five thousand six hundred and ninety backers. And earlier today, it was like five thousand, five thousand seven hundred and something. So people are like, oh, look, it just went down five thousand six hundred and eighty nine backers. So people are obviously pulling out because now um, there's no Robbie Reyes. So now they're just gonna say, okay, let's let's see what else we will get as stretch goals. Um, we know it's gonna be other figures. And we do know for sure that if we get to, well, if the project gets to 12,000 backers, the first stretch goal is Mephisto. uh, A figure that I'm sure a lot of people have wanted. There's a Marvel Select version that's really awesome. There's a lot of rumor that he is coming into the MCU. And uh, to be straight up, he's essentially the devil. And I don't think they were ever going to make a devil figure to be released. Uh, but, you know, with this project, it's something. And uh, it's a it's a way they can get it out. And they even said that it's a way they can get more demonic uh, characters out would be with um, HazLab. So, again, I'm still taking a wait-and-see approach. And I feel a lot of people are doing that too. But I also feel that a lot of people are just very, very, very angry with Hasbro and um, the Marvel Legends team. Um, Namely, I'm seeing a lot of stuff coming out about these windowless packaging, which we've talked about before. Um, You know, they're trying to be more environmentally friendly. Um, I think there's a way they could have did it, without completely getting rid of the windowless packaging of the window packaging sorry windowless is what they have now um... but I'm seeing constant things about people talking about um, QT issues uh... you know fig swapping like there's not even um... procedures put into place to prevent this from being tampered it's literally just tape and Where I am, my neck of the woods, I'm in St. Catharines, but I used to live and work in Mississauga. And there was a mall, South Common Mall. Everyone jokingly calls it South Compton. Uh, There's a Walmart there. And whoever works at that Walmart just does not care about uh, fig swapping or anything. They just take returns. They don't even check. It's one of the worst offenders. Wrestling figures, DC figures... Marvel Legends, Star Wars, all suffer from it. You can go in there. I I remember one time I went there and I took a picture. And there was, like, at least ten swapped figs, you know. And now it's going to be even more of a problem, the fact that we can't see what's inside the box. And when you're at the store and you're opening it up and you're looking inside to do, like, that's going to be something. You can do it. I think maybe I might do it. If I'm not getting it directly from. Uh, if I'm not getting it directly from, like, Hasbro Pulse or a website like Amazon, or if it's not a pre order from uh, GameStop where, you know, they keep it behind the counter, I'm probably going to be cutting that tape and looking inside because it's going to be an issue and now in canada this week i've been seeing a lot of reports of um the uh windowless packages package plastic um boxes uh they're dropping at toys r us uh, i've seen a couple of reports uh tomorrow at some point i will go over to toys r us myself and I will check it out and see what the situation is. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of like negativity. And I love Marvel Legends. But I'll, I'll admit, uh, this past year, I've cut back big time on my Marvel Legends um, purchasing uh, for a number of factors. But one of them being, here in Canada... At Toys R Us, they're $44.99, a figure, $45, that is a huge jump, that's like a $15 jump in a year, Uh, and I find it funny when I see guys in the states and they're complaining about the prices, it's like, and then I hear people saying they miss Toys R Us, well, you don't miss Toys R Us, because the prices are ridiculous. But. When they do go on sale and have like twenty percent off, this it actually works out pretty good and some of the prices are pretty fair. And I do notice that they're clearancing stuff out a lot quicker. So in that way, if I want to wait, I might be able to find something. Actually, to be honest, uh I was waiting for the hydro stomper to dip in price and it finally it went down to thirty nine ninety nine and I hid one and then they did a, a, a little reset, and it got put on the shelf, so I lost it. And I'm pretty sad, because I do love Captain America, and anything Captain America-related, I kind of want. So, yeah. In that case, the clearancing of stuff is pretty Actually, it is pretty good. I got the stealth uh, Peggy Carter, the exclusive, uh, for $12. It was on a clearance table so that's good but taking the chance like they had a lot of those uh captain carter's exclusives and they got a few of the winter soldier but that's not gonna last and that's not gonna be for like 12 bucks so i don't know Uh, it's a risk i guess i'm i might have to take uh (laughs) but who knows but you know what I've got a little. I've gone a little long-winded on this, so we're gonna take a break. We're gonna when we come back, we're going to uh, pick uh, pick up this discussion uh, by myself, I guess, and uh, let's talk about a few more things, and then we'll wrap it up. But uh, yeah, so guys, you're listening to Multiverse Legends. This is an actual issue uh, episode. And uh, just before we go to a break, let's take a little check. Yeah, it dropped another backer, since I just mentioned it. So guys, this is Steve, When Geeks Collide, Multiverse Legends. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll pick up this discussion, shall we? Do you like horror? Sci-fi? Superheroes? Comics and adventure! sunsetcrypt.com has you covered with reviews and articles to associated podcasts hot damn topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with crypt keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown and Jeff Smith sunsetcrypt.com only the reader knows what awaits them alright guys we're back uh, before we uh, keep this train rolling let's uh, give another check at the uh Engine of Vengeance, shall we? Okay, it's holding steady. Five thousand six hundred and eighty-eight. Uh, just looking at it, it is really, really fucking awesome. And there's one photo. If you actually go um, to the Hasbro Pulse website and you click on the the project, it's the second fo- the second photo in like their um, what do you call it? Man, just there's a bunch of photos. You scroll through. Second photo, looks amazing. Like, looks absolutely amazing. Get the figure standing on the car, it's great. Let's talk about the real issue. I think everyone's having, guys. It's the price. Three fifty. It just seems a little much for. The car, and I'll, t- I'll be honest. After I recorded um, the last couple uh, podcasts and one shots, uh, when I was talking about the Hazlab, uh, I actually showed a couple people, like the video. Like I showed, I showed my girlfriend, and uh, I showed uh, her brother, and I was just like, "It's it's cool, but you know." Uh, I'm going back, I'm looking, like, Galactus was 400 bucks. I think he was worth every penny. Like, not only we're getting Galactus, we're getting the multiple heads, we're getting three figures. It's great. Awesome. Then we got the Sentinel. Where'd you go, Mr. Sentinel? Boom. Right here, Sentinel. Same price as the car. Also, with the Sentinel... What did we get? We got two figures. We got a bunch of different heads. And it's massive. We unlocked all the tiers. Right? How excited was everyone for the Sentinel? I think more people would be excited for the Engine of Vengeance if the price was better. Now I saw earlier today uh, Shardimus Prime. If you're not familiar with him, check him out online. He is. He has been doing this fig review thing for a long time. I've been watching him for years. I actually found him. He had a documentary uh, about the Marvel Legends Collector. And uh, you can find it. It's broken up into parts. I think there's five parts now. But uh, it's, it's a really fun. It's a really fun watch. Check that out. But uh, he put a clip on, I think, Instagram today or maybe his Twitter. And it was just him saying, I don't make it more than 300 bucks," And they did. Um, you know, I've never been, like, critical of, like, Marvel Legends and, like, the Marvel Legends team. I think they do a great job. I think, honestly, one of my favorite episodes of any kind of, like, TV show to watch is... Uh, the Marvel six one six on Disney Plus, and then there's the episode where it shows how they make the Funko Pops and how they make Marvel Legends. It's incredible. It's such a fun episode, um, but I, I don't know. And you know, I get using like my complaint here. Yeah, my complaint is never the reuse repaints. It's never that because I understand that that is a must in action figure production, like wrestling figures do it, you know, Marvel Legends do it. Look at look at DC Universe Classics. Those figures, they were all the same body. They were all the same body. Maybe a little bit bigger buck, and then there was like a mid size buck and a female buck, but it was essentially all the same stuff repainted. If you don't believe me, look them up online. Look up, uh, I don't know, here, I'll give you a random figure. Look up the Riddler. And then look up uh, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Same body. Look up uh, Batman. Same body. The uh, the the Mattel uh, Masters of the Universe Classics. Same thing. It's like the same buck over and over again. Um, it's an essential part. Like you know, I know we think back to like the '90s, the X Men uh, action figure line which got a lot of people into Marvel stuff. Um, But there's some reuse there. There's some repaints, too. Like, the Polaris figures are repaint of Rogue. Some of the figures they use in the Hercules line. This is not a new thing. So for guys that get upset about it, I understand. You want some new sculpts. And I get it for the price hike. I get it. Like, if plastic costs more, but they're eliminating plastic, shouldn't it go down a little bit? I know. I know, but uh, that's not even my issue. My issue is the prices, and it's not even I think Hasbro's like has any con- Hasbro has any control over what price Toys R Us puts stuff for, but I think I've reached my limit worth thirty-five dollars. So like thirty-four ninety-nine is probably my limit of as high as I want to go on a Marvel Legend, a single release figure. Um, the 20th anniversary figures, like the Hulk, is 69 bucks, like insane. The retro carded Spider-Man figures, like I want Rhino. I don't have Rhino, so I have to get two because I keep them in the package. And I, if I don't have the guy, I open them. I need two Rhinos. Those are 100. No, those are 69 each after taxes. I'm looking at well over 140 to get two of them. And it's a hot figure. It's not like I'm gonna be able to find it anywhere super cheap. So it's kind of just like is it a catch-20 view? I don't know. But yeah, you know, McFarlane figures, they've had a slight hike, but it's a slight hike. It's not a huge hike, and they're still under thirty dollars. I just saw for the first time today at GameStop that they actually had the Superpowers figures. It's the first time I've seen them since they've been out the McFarland Superpowers figures for $30, you can get the Batjet, the Batwing. The figures with your discount, if you got Platinum at GameStop, you're looking at about $15.99 a figure. That is so reasonable to me. Under $20 a figure for a line that I probably would pay $20 a figure for because I love that line and I haven't got any yet but I plan on getting them all because superpowers, that was what brought me into superheroes, loving superheroes. In Canada, I've talked about it many times on When Geeks Collide Proper, you got gas and you could buy the figures. It was insane. My grandfather would get gas at that gas station, I think it was a shell, and he would just have, bring them home because he had grandsons and he wanted his grandsons, he's like, here, here you go. When I was younger, and I know those figures came out when I was really, really young. I was born in early '84. But I remember them, and I had them my whole life. Like, until like moving and like lost some. And then, oh, actually, a flood at my mo- mom's house, and I lost everything I had. But I've rebuilt my Superpowers collection. I've gone back, and I, when I see them, I grab them. It's uh, something I'm into, but I don't hunt. It's like if it falls into my lap, I get it. But, you know, it's a great line. It's under 20 bucks In the States, they're $10 a figure. That's amazing. That's amazing. Like, I don't know what Todd's doing. He will announce something, then all of a sudden you see a pre-order, and then all of a sudden, boom, it hits the stores so quick. And, you know, every McFarlane figure that I've actually wanted to get like man I gotta go out and get this. The hunt is not a long hunt, it's like there. Oh there he is, boom. Even if it's a gold label one, you can still find it. Like I walked into GameStop today and I saw a bunch. Multiples and I'm like, oh man, well I know where this is, so I'll come and get it. The search is never um a complex one is what I'm trying to get at when it comes to DC multiverse figures with Marvel Legends I don't know if it's scalpers people just buying up cuz this is this is the usual unless I've got there and they've un like I've got to Walmart and they've like just put them out or there's a case and I open the case and then you know pick out a couple I want usually you go to Walmart and the Marvel Legends go like this you'll find a figure that you know most people wouldn't want and then you'll find the figure that was a multiple and then everything else is gone so like they put out one case and it's gone immediately immediately maybe the problem isn't completely with Hasbro maybe we're all being a little judgmental to Hasbro. Maybe it's the stores, but then again, I haven't encountered too many stores here in um in my neck of the woods that get like full cases. So, like, I notice a lot when I watch Toy Hunt. You'll see at a Target, it'll be like, say for the X Men wave, it's just like all Vol- Vulcans, all Saber but no one else. So. I guess that's full case packs of figures, which, you know, is very cool, but that's not something I really see here. I've never opened a case of Marvel Legends and it was just one figure, never. So I don't know, I, maybe, maybe just it's the woes of the Canadian collector. Maybe it's just, you know, we just got to deal with it. And that's another thing with the price of the Hazlab. And I'm sorry guys if I'm all over the place. But the price of the Hazlab is 350 plus tax US. It's well over $500 Canadian. So to try to try to justify that it's it's going to be it's going to be rough. Uh, I think with me, it's definitely going to be a game time decision, like, literally the 11th hour. I'm... Halloween night, I'll probably make my decision. Hopefully by then, you know, it's been back. Hopefully, you know, there's some excitement about um, Mephisto and any other uh, things they want to add I think maybe announcing the tiers is something they might want to give a try. Uh, Like, I don't know. I just... It looks great. And I just... It makes me sad thinking that if this project doesn't get back, a Robbie Reyes figure we're probably never going to get. We're definitely not going to get Powered Down version. You know? We'll probably never get... Mephisto, and I, I, guys, I I don't know. Uh, seriously, if you ha- feel the same way I do, please comment or uh, send me an email, uh, when geese collide at hotmail or gmail dot com, and I'll uh, I'll read it and we will uh, discuss this. I want this discussion to continue. Uh, about, you know, I when I posted the last episode on a Facebook group, it's Canadian Marvel Legends group, it spurred up quite the uh, discussion of people that really didn't seem like they had an interest. It was too much. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know, like, I'm on the fence, it's game time decision, and I know I kind of went off track again, but... We'll see. We'll come back next week and uh we'll see where it's at. Maybe after uh PulseCon people are a little bit more excited. Um I know one thing I didn't like was it kinda seemed like uh before the time limit was up for the uh the early bird figure, uh that I think uh maybe it was Dan who made a comment like oh we'll probably never make this figure we got to put it in our collections and then after it was just kind of like well guess we're not going to get that you know i don't know if he was kind of guilting people but uh i just i feel i think the early bird figure should have been incentive for those early backers the current 5000 5,688, you know, uh, you if you back this in the first week, you're going to get this figure if it gets backed, not, oh, if we hit the goal, we get this figure, I think that was putting some pressure, and I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I don't think the uh, WWE New Generation ring that Hasbro, um, sorry, Mattel Creations did When they had the early bird Macho Man, I don't think it was like, we have to back it by this time. I think it was like, okay, get the Macho Man if you back it within the next week. Not if you back it within the week and we hit this target. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it went. So, you know, other than that, it's not really an, an incentive. It's like, okay... If you, in the first week, ordered it and it got backed, like the His Tank, got backed in 16 hours, uh, serious FOMO on that one, I really wish I pulled the trigger, I'm totally regretting it. I'm hoping, so like, we're like a year after receiving the Sentinel, and I've seen people trying to sell their Sentinel pretty close to the price, so I'm hoping, that maybe at some point, I'll find a His Tank. But, uh, I'm not holding my breath. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, as we go on from week to week, we're gonna... We'll touch base. We got about, uh... Four weeks and a bit before, um, it ends. So, yeah. I'm gonna put a pin in that for now. Uh, we're not gonna talk about the HasLab anymore okay maybe one more time maybe quickly let's just before we end it let's just give a little looks see what it's at right now alright let's type in Hasbro pulse we're going to select back this project okay wow it is 5,686 so yeah, it's funny because in my cart, it's it's still there in my cart, um, because I was I was that close to pulling the trigger, uh, simply based on FOMO of missing out. But now, like I said, we're all missing out. But that's enough of that. Uh, yeah, should we take a break? Ah, no, let's just keep going. So. To to wrap everything up, I just feel like I'm finding a lot of toxic fandom. I hate that word. But it's such a real thing. Uh, you know, as a professional wrestler slash wrestling promoter as well, there's so much toxic fandom in pro wrestling. And I just, you know, I collect action figures because I like them. And it was just something me and my friends all did. Uh... And we, you know, bond over that. Like, I have friends that I wrestle with that collect figures, and we barely talk about wrestling. It's always figures and, you know, how awesome stuff looks, and we used to do hunts and things like that. Like, that's why we, like, getting all toxic over children's toys. Like, at the end of the day, guys, it's children's toys we're dealing with here. And,. You know, it's not worth the um, the headaches. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll admit to... Uh, my... My way of dealing with collecting was... I would get serious FOMO. FOMO. soon. I've used that. I'm not going to say that anymore. I would seriously stress out Like, with something like... I remember when, like, the X-Men waves, like, the, um, Apocalypse, uh, Build-A-Figure wave was coming out, and I'm like, I have to get this whole wave, I have to Build-Apocalypse, and at that point, there was, like, the Warlock wave that had came out, and the Juggernaut wave, and even the Build-A-Jubilee wave, and it's just, like, so hard to find all these figures, and, like, I'm like, I cannot miss out, I, I cannot, and I actually bought a case of the (laughs) Apocalypse Build-A-Figure wave uh, Legends. I bought bought a case. And I bought a case of the Sauron Build-A-Figure Legends. Because there was no way I was missing out on Bishop. One of my favorites. There's so many Deadpool figures in that wave that it's like, uh... Whatever. But that Bishop I needed, and I needed to build Sauron. The first... Retro X-Men wave, I was going nuts. I had my girlfriend checking Toys R Us daily for me, for these figures. And I remember she found, like, Wolverine and Cyclops. And I'm just like, get them, you know? And then after, I seeing them at, like, GameStop EB Games for, like, 12 bucks. Oh, my God. But you know what? I've toned it down a bit. I don't feel so stressful and so weird to have stress over... What did we say? Children's toys. These are made for children. And they stress us out so much. Uh, Jeffron, Jeff Smith, I'm sure he seriously gets it. But he usually does pretty good. And he, he goes on lots of hunts. And he goes to the States and he finds a lot of stuff. And he's got his parents looking for him and stuff. But, like, man, when money's tight, I find when I am not in a position at all to be able to purchase anything, is when I walk into a store, and it's when I see everything I want. Every single figure I want, need, is there. And at the time, I'll have little to no money. And if I have any money and I can buy a figure, it's only gonna be one. then it's like deciding which one. That took me back to when I was a kid, and I would have $10 uh, for my, my mom or my dad, and go towards the rest and be like, yeah, you can buy one thing. You know, it's like, oh, okay, one thing. Hmm. Well, okay, I'll get, I'll get this guy. You know, and like sitting there, I holding the figures when I was a kid, literally holding them and be like, oh, man. It, it turned out to be one of my greatest action figure blunders of all time. Uh, if you've listened before, you've heard this story. The first. Uh, it was about when, like, wave two and three came out of the X-Men figures and the X-Men X-Force figures, and I remember going to Toys R Us. They were six ninety nine at the time, and I went with my mom, and she said I could get one, and I didn't know who Deadpool was, but there's something about him. I'm like, this guy's really cool. But then there was the Sabretooth, where, you know, he had to, like, he slashes his chest, and, like... Wolverine's claw marks would go on him, and his eyes glowed in the dark, and he had like a quick healing. It's, it's still to this day one of my favorite figures of all time. And I held the both of them in my hand, I could not decide who to get. And I put Deadpool down, and I got Sabretooth. Now I would go on to see Sabretooth many times, but I never saw Deadpool ever again. And it was a figure regret for so long. So, like, when they made the retro card, it one I pre-ordered that at EB Games, now GameStop. And it took about a year and a half before it actually came. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah. uh (laughs) I digress. But, you know, that's kind of what it's like now. It's like, which one do I get? Um, But, yeah. uh, So, guys, if you want, please... Email WayneGeeksGlide at Gmail or Hotmail, and uh, talk about toxic fandom. What 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 do you dislike about the Marvel Legends uh, team? What do you dislike about Marvel Legends right now? And then I'll break next week. We'll come back. We're gonna cover the Marvel Legends panel from PulseCon, and uh, but we're we'll also uh, we'll. Get into if there's any feedback. I would love some feedback, guys. Uh, so yeah, next week we'll touch base again. Um, and yeah, guys, check out sunsetcrypt.com. It's it's up. It's a great site. You can be linked to most Wengie Collide things from that site. And uh, there's so much. There's so much going on. There's so much in uh, <laughs> it's been a busy week. Uh, honestly, before, right before I got on here, uh, I watched Rectangular's video. Again, if you've never seen Rectangular, please check him out. And he was like, kind of announcing like Marvel Legends for 2023. And it's just like, oh my god. Take all of my money. The things that are coming out. Rumored. He's always right. He's never wrong, and I'm just like, oh my god, start saving the pennies now. I mean, we don't got them anymore. Start saving the nickels and dimes now. But, uh, guys, if you want to check us out on anything else, go to youtube.com slash collide, watch toy hunts, action figure reviews from myself, Jeff Smith, and the Iron Cowboy, Gunner Lang, also known as Joey, uh... Lots of lots of uh, toy hunts and uh, fig reviews. And we're going to be having a lot more of that stuff coming up. Also, you can find us, type in Collide or we're the WGC Network on Twitter. Wayne Geeks Collide on Instagram. And Collide is anywhere. Facebook.com slash Collide. You can find us. And guys, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I have to say, the past two episodes have... I've got some great feedback, and, you know, our listens have shot up, so we'll keep it going, and uh, stay tuned, also, very soon, we're going to be doing some White Geeks collab proper, but, uh, boys and girls, all I can say is, uh, geeks out. Have a good one, guys.